the college football experience week two preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $10 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right, and we are back on the college football experience. This is part two. We're going through these things. This is my pick here. Uh, go listen to the first part if you have not. Um, and I can't believe this guy took. He, t- I mean, he had a chance to do this game. I'm going to West Point. That was the other one. <laughs> I'm I was going to West of. Point. Okay. <laughs> Frank Harris is still at UTSA. Jeff Bryant still at UTSA. He's building something. He turned down a big offer this year to stay loyal to UTSA, which Jeff trailer, Jeff trailer, Jeff Bryant was a defensive end for the Seahawks. My bad. <laughs> all right. From Texas A&M though. Uh, all right. Uh, look, <laughs> uh, Jeff trailer. Yes. Son of tractor trailer. It's uh, <laughs> not accurate. Illegitimate son of tractor. Trailer. <laughs> no, Jeff trailer is uh, building something special. Uh, in in uh, San Antonio, all right. They might have a cool song like this. If you see him on the street, then tip your hat his way. If claim that as yes, their own. If you see Jeff Trailer on the street, tip your hat his way. Yeah, tip your hat his way. Me and say meep meep. All right, because this game's great. Uh, Army is a is a blue blood now, Patty C. They win 10 games every year. That's what blue bloods do. <laughs> and the black Knights are and Jeff Munkin continue to do this. I know NC Nick probably hates this game. I do. How do you hate this one, man? This is a great game. How are you, you not- Patty see all that shit? I had UVA Illinois at 16. I have UTSA and army at 28. Yeah, right. t- how many games did Virginia win last year? Bullshit triple option. All right. I mean, oh, come on. God. How many, how many games did, did UVA win last year? I don't know. What they win? Six, seven. How do you see? You know this answer, right? Uh, I believe I don't right off the top of my head. Let me look it up. Um, I believe it was that that uh now I have to go even further. I back. got it for you. They were six and six. Six and six. Okay. Illinois had a losing record last year. They were five and seven. So by default, yours those are two losers. When you add their records together, <laughs> all right. UTSA went twelve and two last year. Twelve and two, Nick. All right. Army had one nine. They went nine and three, right? Nine and three. And if you look back at their previous years, they have double digit wins after that. This is a good game and took Michigan. To this overtime. is way better than Virginia, dude, Virginia, Illinois. I, I, this is one, like, this is like a torture game. Like you got to take a flight and they have, this got, is the lone game. You have on. a Heisman candidate in that game. 
Oh, you're saying what? You're saying there's no Heisman candidates. UCSA had fucking sincere McCormick last well, year. Who was, was, I feel like should have been a Heisman candidate. Well, I don't well, he understand wasn't. is how, how Iowa, Iowa state, right? Iowa is Illinois, just a slightly better version of it, or uh, maybe a much oh, better version, a lot, well, better version. Yeah. a lot better version of it, but <laughs> the same exact brand of football. How is one torture? And the other not because one's winning pedigree. Illinois has been a, a shithole since Ron Turner. There's yeah, Rocky Harvey. Yeah, they but but good first year under Bielma. You know, I think the is that a good first year? Five and seven. Yes, beating Nebraska, Penn State. Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty good first year. Okay, I, I'd say they still weren't. They, See, they, that they, your, your hater is coming out. Your uh, hold on, hold on. Let me just go through Illinois football seasons by year. Well, you don't need that. And you, and, you just hate Jeff George. You've always hated yeah. Jeff George. <laughs> like, go through Army hey, football season. He disrespected. He disrespected <laughs> June Jones. All right, they got in a fight on the sidelines. All right. Um, I mean, look, Illinois. What makes you think this is such a, a turn toward uh, turn turning? Look at this. Five and seven. Okay, the year before they only had an eight game schedule. They were two and six, but before that, they were six and seven. They went to a bowl. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Year one, buddy. <laughs> the year before you, that, they're four and eight. They're the same re- program. You were just reeling off like Louisville players. How about reel off Illinois players? Yeah, you got to go to Dick Butkus, Gale Sayers. Gale Sayers is no, Kansas. he's Kansas. Yeah. Oh wait, no. we're just both Bears. You got Jeff George uh, and Dick Butkus, and probably like Bronco Nagurski or some shit. I don't know. I mean, Rashard uh, Mendenhall. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is uh Vernon Davis's brother that played corner there? Vonte. Vonte Davis. It's not exactly elite, elite company, but yeah, Louisville's <laughs> got a little bit better pedigree. Okay. Kurt well, Kittner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I agree with you. I think Nikki is vastly underrating this game. I think Army is excellent. They've proven it, and we'll see if UTSA can sustain what they've done recently. But I mean, as it relates to last year, this is a pretty elite game. Nick's a communist. Look, guys, let's let's be honest. This <laughs> this game is not coming on my TV. I'm sorry. What the dude? I can tell you this. I have gods out here. We have 30 televisions, and I don't know that Virginia Illinois is going to make the cut. I might do it as a sympathy play because it's Patty C's team. Oh my gosh! But that would not make the cut if I was in charge. Hey, hey, let's let's make sure we get this uh, clip recorded here so that when uh, record it, write it down, take a picture. Illinois, <laughs> when Illinois and Virginia are both up, I want to play this over and over and over. I, I want the soundboard and I want to play it over and over. Hey, and over. Nick, we saw UTSA last year in year one, go to Illinois and win. All right. I'm dropping yeah. the mic after that. That's, that's, that's all right. I'm dropping drop. the mic after <laughs> that. <laughs> and, and I, I want to say the last time UVA played a service Academy Navy, put it on them. Oh, and so now you're like just lumping in all service academies. Forty nine nothing. Forty nine nothing. That was under men. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. There we but, go. I mean, first off, can you find this game? It's gonna be on, on like CBS Sports. Okay. That's a so that's a great deep, platform. Great platform. It's be deep deep in the interwebs. Okay? Dude, what do you mean, Virginia Illinois is gonna be Big Ten Network? That's easier to find than CBS Sports. No, no, Big Ten Network. The most platforms, some platforms don't even get it. CBS Sports, you, I mean, Big Ten Network, you got to pay extra for it on some platforms. CBS Sports, you just get it. <laughs> no, all right. all right. So moving on. Wait, real quick, who's got the more entertaining brand? Virginia had the most explosive offense in the entire country. Uh, and that coach is gone. Brennan Armstrong <laughs> is elite, regardless of who's coaching him. And Tony Elliott's got a track record. Army's of- had a top ten defense like fucking half the de- decade. Brennan Armstrong is going to torch that. Uh, Illinois defense. It's going to be entertaining. And Army is going to be going, trudging the football, and Bielema is going to be doing it on the other side of the ball. 
He's he's got a defense designed to stop that triple option. It's going to be a a a, a slog. Wait, Bilma? You mean you mean Bryant? Oh wait, trailer. Um, I mean, <laughs> listeners are saying, "What the fuck are we yeah, listening well, to?" I'm okay, saying, what the fuck are okay, we listening okay. to? Okay. Let's keep I'm going. gonna take that myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, NC Nick, you're on the clock. I know your play is not going to be dog shit. I'm just going to come out and say this is going to be a dog shit play by NC. I Nick. have this as a top ten game. I'm, I'm you guys are, are sleeping on this uh, Pac-12 Big Ten matchup. Uh, Washington State at Wisconsin. Come on, man. I mean, these two are two good programs. Uh, you know, that went bowling last year, I believe. And they, they usually aren't pitted up against each other. This is a great game. Maybe I do like this one. Bowl, I do bowl matchup like a in Madison Red box bowl uh, preview here. I, I, you know what, what's, what's fun about this is the contrast in styles. You have uh, the run and shoot, which Wazoo was running last year. I think they're going to run a little bit of a variation of that now. Uh, with elite quarterback play, whether it's Jaden Delora, who's now at Arizona, or Cameron Ward, who comes in, it's going to be a hard. Co- you know, Wisconsin kind of slipped, and Graham Mertz had, had I, I thought he had a bowl of that uh, Spencer Rattler soup. They get that NIL deal. Graham Mertz uh, came in as a, the highest recruited quarterback like Wisconsin's ever had. Five stars. Um, well, and also, he had his own logo last year that he was selling T-shirts <laughs> on. And then he proceeded to throw ten touchdowns to just a, to eleven interceptions Oof. and was under sixty percent completion percentage. So mm-hmm. I wonder if those shirts are so you know flying off the shelves in Madison. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, he is a liability, and that's the reason why I think this game probably does. Yes, I would rather watch this than a lot of other games we've picked, um, just because of the contrast and styles. You got the Smash Mouth football. Um, and by the way, if you want to watch potentially the best running back in the country in Wisconsin's Braylon Allen, then tune in. Cause I mean, the dude ran for almost 1300 yards as a true freshman last year without really getting like serious touches until mid October, the I dude's an animal. I thought you were going to say max Borgie, but he announced he was I going like pro. max Borgie, but no Braylon Allen. He's yeah. a, he's, he's, he's awesome. I agree. I agree. He, he's a damn good player. So let me say this too. Early season, uh, Wisconsin a little shaky. Obviously, the level of competition last year was pretty high with Notre Dame and Michigan and Penn State, but three losses in their first four games, uh, and then the year before a loss to Northwestern in the first three games. Sometimes they don't have it all together. Uh, didn't they lose to Illinois a couple years pretty yeah. early on? Yeah. So uh, yeah, Wisconsin maybe not fine tuned, and maybe if Washington State comes in hot, they can take advantage in. Camp Randall. So what what I'm hearing is great picnic. Yeah, this is a good one. I'm on board with this what, one. You somehow you? saved yourself here. <laughs> you somehow saved yourself. Um, but yes, I'm I'm on board here. Uh, all right. Well, Patty C, it is on you then. No. You know, I'm 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 pulling the plug early here. <laughs> I I'm, thought you did that last time. I'm doing it again. It's my go-to move. Uh, I'm going down to the FCS ranks. Oh my goodness. Jesus. <laughs> I want to watch prime times team here. All right. And he's playing on, against on, Eddie George. On, what is this pick 13? The, the last well, I mean, what, what the hell else is on this schedule? There's a ton of great games out there. Yes. No, there aren't. There are not very many. <laughs> go- okay. There is at least one that I should say, maybe I shouldn't save that for Nick or maybe I should save that for Nick. But I won't. If you want me to pick your pick, Nick, I will. Yeah, I want you to pick the best game that you think's the best game. Okay. 
Okay, well, I think all these games are dog shit. Really? Honestly, I do. <laughs> really? No. Yes, I do. Still You're missing a bunch. Seriously? Yeah. No. I have like 10 other good games here. Okay. Well, uh, Appalachian State going to Texas A&M has nice. some potential uh, for a Dude, a I would rather up. watch App State A&M than like half this that we've already selected. Probably true. Yeah, agreed. Is that uh, your pick or is that That now? is my pick. Okay. It's going to be a, uh, an interesting game. I think uh, you know, especially if the quarterback play hasn't been figured out for A and M just yet, App State has a chance in it. It's a long road trip, but that would be massively embarrassing for the SEC. So I am definitely pulling for the Mountaineers there. I mean, that, dude, this is a great game. Are you kidding me? Like, this is one that I actually think when it comes to this Saturday, I might be looking forward to this more than a lot of other ones that we've already called. This would be like six or seven to me. Yeah, it should have been higher. Uh, Nick, App State, you're you're an App State guy. Yes. Those that don't know me, I am an app state guy and um, yeah, it will be very interesting to see how the Mountaineers handle the size and the physicality of the Aggies O line and D line, as well as the 12th man. Cause obviously college station is not an easy place to win. Uh, look, I mean, app state has handled themselves pretty well against power five opponents lately. Last year, they lost by two at Miami in a game where they had every opportunity to win. Uh, 2019, because obviously 2020 was the COVID year in 2019, they beat North Carolina. They beat South Carolina straight up on their turf in, too. exactly yeah. away yeah. games. And in 2018 at Penn state, they took them to overtime. Should have won that one, man. That one I'm so always going to think about App yeah, state shows up against power five opponents. But I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be more like the, the, the uh, 2017 game at Georgia, where they lost 31 to 10. Georgia was just too big, too athletic, uh, but still, I love the challenge. Let's see what happens. I'm pumped up for this game, obviously, and uh, I think App's going to hang around and at least make it a game. I don't think A&M's proven they've been on even 2017 Georgia's level yeah, yet. Yeah, not yet, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great play. This is a great play. I love this game, so I'm going to give you a little credit there. All um, right. All, all right. right. Thank you. Uh, it's back to me guys. So I'll just go ahead and take the best game out there. Um, you gotta go. I think to uh man, it's tough. I have a couple that I like. I'm going to go to Fresno, California. There we go. Oregon state at Fresno state. I think this is a great game. Fresno opens. I mean, Oregon state opens up with Boise. So they're basically saying, Hey, give me the best two mountain West teams, which I kudos to them. Yeah. Kudos to them for doing that. Um, and they're going to Fresno. They're on the road. Oregon State's on the road. Jeff Tedford returns Jake Hayner, returns Jalen Cropper, returns Josh Kelly. I mean, this offense, this is a day. I, I personally I think Fresno State's gonna win this game. In Fresno, I just think there's too much there's too much ammunition uh in Fresno, but I do think this is gonna be a a really good competitive game. I think this is a must watch TV for me. Especially it'll be at night. It'll probably be the best game at night. Um, I'm making that assumption. Obviously we don't have times, but uh, Nick, what do you think of Oregon state Fresno state? Yeah, I had this, the uh, next highest on my list as well. The return of Jeff Tedford reunited at Fresno with quarterback, Jake Hayner, and they get a pac 12 opponent at home after the week one warm up against Cal poly dude, Fresno state beat UCLA last year. They came close to knocking off Oregon as well. Uh, so I expect a great game. I mean, Oregon state was seven and five, you know, I think, uh, entering year five, 
They're in a with uh what's his name? Uh uh Jonathan Smith. Jonathan yeah. Smith, I'm sorry. That program's in a very healthy place. But yeah, this is a great game, man. And I would not be surprised one bit if the home team from the Mountain West won. So uh looking forward to watching this as long as it's not on too late. Yeah, I want to say Fresno's beat UCLA twice in a row, and then uh, you know they almost beat Oregon last year at Oregon. Actually, they they won the yardage, I believe, in that game too. Uh, and at U- at USC just two years ago, they lost by one score. Fresno's a, a I, I love that program. I love the fact they they schedule aggressively. They always they're kind of like App State of the West. They really are. It's a fair uh, comparison. Um, uh, uh, yeah, this is a great game. What do you think of this matchup, Petty C? Well, let me tell you this. At this spot on the list, I absolutely think it's the right pick. Um, but I will say, I mean, maybe you guys don't, maybe it doesn't excite you that much because you put it where it is. I think it probably excites you guys a little bit more. I understand why, but I'm just not buying into Oregon State as, I'm not as excited by them as you guys are. And I know you, you're a believer in Jonathan Smith, but two and 10, five and seven, two and five, seven and what, six last year? Not exactly lighting the world on fire. You like to see the progression of, of improvement. Well, that COVID year, they got robbed in a bunch of games. One was like a fourth down and one against, yeah, against Oregon, I think. No, Washington. They should have won that game. Um, I, I think they got robbed, especially that COVID year. I thought two outcomes were completely bullshit. It was, the, yeah, the Oregon Oregon game. They yeah, got, yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Um, but Fresno with Tedford uh, and you said, uh, was it a uh, Hainer? Hainer and their, their stud wideouts, Jalen Cropper. He'll be in the NFL. No, I fully expect Josh Kelly Fresno to yeah. win this game. If, if Oregon state makes it competitive and pulls an upset, which I think it would, it would have to be then. Yeah. It becomes, it could be an entertaining game, but this line is going to be like three points. I think Fresno will be favored by like three. Uh, what time's the kickoff on this? It's game? gonna. They don't have it yet. I don't think, but it's gonna be a night. I, I would assume it'd be a night game. Give me you some would think pa- so. Pack yeah. twelve after dark action here. Yeah, this is fucking great. So, all right, NC Nick. You know, it's a shame that this is the first time that, of course, I'm gonna have to bring up a Sun Belt game. All right, yeah, Sun Belt is gonna crack top ten one of these days. Well, actually, <laughs> with the App State game, it already did. So, all right, it, never mind. What do you mean? It, it wasn't top ten. Yeah, that was. Well, okay, but I was gonna say this is the first Sun Belt game that I'm picking, and okay. that's wrong because App State was picked, you know, uh, two I picks ago. You. Anyway, so anyway, you. scratch that. Uh, let's clear slate here. Uh, North Carolina at Georgia State. Look, pick. this I mean, is a dangerous game. Yeah, go and North Carolina. Give them credit because they start the year off week zero against FAMU, and then they play at App State and at Georgia State. Give True. me, give me an SEC school that plays. Two two back to back road games against Sun Belt teams. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good, very good point. Do they play a Power Five in that other matchup? Notre Dame. Yeah. So damn, that's a great schedule. That is a really hard schedule. So they have a bye after Georgia State, and, and then they play home against Notre Dame. So yeah, yeah. So give them credit, but they're going to lose one of these games against the Sun Belt teams, especially with both of them right. on the road. And if they somehow get by App State Week One. Then I have them losing to a Georgia State school that finished this last season seven and one, and Darren Granger is a legit quarterback. Uh, you know, and and Georgia State they play South Carolina week one, so you know they're not going to be they're, they're going to be ready for you know a top notch team. Imagine so, yeah. if they beat both the Carolina State schools. <laughs> that is pretty crazy that Georgia State has South Carolina week one, North Carolina week two, Cheers. but um, I would not be surprised if the Tar Heels come out of Hotlanta. 
with an L. What would that section of the country be? The, the peanut belt? <laughs> what, what, what's North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia? I don't know. That's the South. The Tobacco South, Road. Tobacco Road. The South Atlantic, whatever <laughs> it is, Georgia State may be the uh, king of. That That is a uh, week two. That, that, Patty C., what do you make of that matchup? I think it's dangerous as hell. I mean, yeah. that Georgia State Auburn game was in uh, Auburn, in Auburn last yeah, year, yeah. And, uh, and Georgia State. Well, and Georgia State won at Tennessee the year before. Yeah, I think. I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised to find North Carolina a dogfight and getting upset outright. All right, Patty so, C. Oh, what's that? Not good. Um, Patty C. It's back to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an in-state battle here um, that I think will be fun. I don't know the implications necessarily, especially since Colorado seems to have lost a lot in the off season, but going to air force, a good football team running the triple option, Colorado suicide, 11 power fives in their 12th game at air at force, air force. <laughs> the dumbest schedule. I mean, I love it in a way. Cause I'm like, okay, you're challenging yourself, but when no one else does that, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. You're setting your coach up to fail. Like this is when, when we're breaking down the data, like we did online today and like having these conversations and you know, people aren't acknowledging it. And then you see a team doing this. You say, what am I watching? What is the product I'm watching? This is why we need the expansion. We've gone down this road a bunch, but when you see it, you have to say it that all that said, this stands to be a pretty damn good game. Uh, especially if Colorado can improve. Do you think Colby as a Colorado fan, Colorado might be able to get a little better this year. I mean, I think so just because the health of the quarterback. I thought last year was very unfortunate. A week before kickoff, you know, uh, what two weeks before kickoff, Neuer transfers to Oregon State. So you're thinking, okay, they're going to go with one of the uh, either JT Shrout, the Tennessee transfer, or the young kid. And the word was it was Shrout. Well, then he tears his ACL. So overnight, and then they had their other transfer transfer to UMass late. So they basically went through. They had nobody. They had nobody but Brandon Lewis. He went through those reps. We'll see if he starts. They added JT Shroud and Maddox Cop, or Shroud's healthy now, and they have Maddox Cop transferring from Houston. Uh, and I like the fact that Darrell's saying, "Hey, you don't want to be here? Get leave." And yes, the whole team left. I mean, honestly, I don't think a team in the nation got hit harder than Colorado. Yeah. Um, and but Air Force, from I've seen a few publications say that they they think they're the team to beat in the Mountain West this year. Well, I, I know that they had like the super seniors from COVID last year. I wonder if they still have a lot of. Yeah, retention. Hazik Daniels is back, and I'm telling you, from what I understand, like they are going to be odds-on favorite, or if not that, then the second place favorite the to Mountain win West. the Mountain West. They've wow. won ten games two years in a row. Um, you got to give it up for. I mean, I guess two years. Well, the the non-COVID year. The full seasons gotcha. last because Mountain West only played like a five game season. Gotcha. So ten and three last year with an overtime loss to Army, uh, a six point loss to uh, San Diego State, and a four point loss to Utah State. This team is actually really. That's what I'm saying. Really They're really good. good. Yeah. And and Troy Calhoun, one of the best coaches in America. Nick, what do you think, Colorado at Air Force? Well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, last year you had a guy from the, uh, you know, some air force beat writer, or maybe even like play by play guy on the pod talking about air force. So get him back this year. Cause it does sound like they're going to have a good team. Um, honestly, this game was further down for me. It cracked my top 30, but uh, probably not going to watch. Sorry. Why it's in-state battle. Cause there's better games and I don't he have hates, he hates America. He hates America. <laughs> 
Patty C, if that, you're at your house, are you the lack of God's eye? I have to admit that that's not. I mean, none Col- of these games. Colby at this thinks point. everybody in America has God's eye, where they put on 13 <laughs> games at a time. That doesn't exist. Sorry. Follow God's eye on Twitter at God's eye SGPN. Um, no, this game this isn't fantastic. cracking it. The last time they played uh, went to overtime. Air Force One just a couple years ago. Uh, Colorado missed a field goal to win in regulation, so it went to overtime. I wish this game was being played in November. Me too. That would be yeah. more snow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Guys, you're missing out on some games here. I'm taking you to Manhattan, Kansas, <laughs> where the Big 12, the Big 8, the Big 12 is back. Missouri is at Kansas State. It's a decent game. This is better than Virginia, Illinois. It is. You get ACC Nick out of here. All right. Uh, This is better. Adrian Martinez is the perfect quarterback for Kansas State. It really is. is He is interesting there. I think he's uh, with him and Deuce Vaughn in that backfield. That backfield is going to be electric. You're right. They're going to be fun to watch. I actually think K State might be a a very dangerous team in the Big Twelve this year. Has Kleiman had a history? I'm I'm probably going to kick myself after I ask this, but of being able to utilize mobile quarterbacks uh, at North Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, but who who was it in particular? Trey Lance and uh, he had Lance there. Yeah, he was there with Lance. No, he wasn't. Right, Kleiman thought one year with Lance or Lance only played one year. Yeah, I think Lance only played one year. Then it was Wentz, and who before Wentz? Uh, but Wentz know. is a pretty good example of a yeah. mobile quarterback. No, I mean, you've seen it with the way they were in Skylar Thompson. I mean, yeah, but that was, that was with yeah. Bill. Uh, I mean, yes, that is very typical of, uh, I mean, between Skylar Thompson, <laughs> yes. uh, waters, a few years, a Klein, back, a Klein. Back, yeah. I mean, going back All to uh, them, uh, Ma- Michael Bishop. Yeah they, yeah. they love a mobile quarterback there. This is going to work out. And then you have Missouri who's recruited. I mean, they just had a top 10 recruiting class, big year for uh, our boy Drinkwitz. This is a, this is a better game than a lot of those other games you guys played. It's better than Virginia, Illinois. I'll, I'll go. I will, I will back that all day. Cause a game in, in Champaign, Illinois and that setting, not intrigued in Manhattan, Kansas. I want to see football. Fair enough. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm drinking the Nick, NC Nick, uh, big 12 hater Kool-Aid a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, I, I actually thought Patty C would be all about this. Cause it is a good border battle, you know? It is. It's a big eight. It's a big eight matchup. That's what and I'm saying. It, it is an old Big Twelve, old Big Eight matchup. Yeah, but it's still it's still a seven and five Kansas State team from a year ago against a six and six Mizzou team, which is still better and records than Virginia. Chances Illinois. are they're going to have the same records this year. So it's no. kind of a little hum game, you know. Um, I'm it's telling you now. I'm telling you now. Kansas State is a player to get to the Big Twelve championship this year. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I'm um, telling you that backfield is going to be a, a problem for every fucking team in the big 12. That will be fun. I like that angle. I'll say and, this. And let's face it. We're at pick. I don't know what 20 or so or wherever the hell we're at, you know? So yeah, uh, you know, no argument here. Um, it's an interesting game. Who, who's got a be- better chance to win their division, Missouri in the sec East or Illinois in the big 10 West. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say Illinois, but I would say who's got a better chance of all of these Kansas state. You're probably right. That's fair. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Well, they're the best team, but I think Virginia's schedule maybe helps them make up some ground there and the, anyway. co- and the, co- the fact they're in the coastal. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next up. Okay. Uh, we go to NC Nick. 
couple options here, guys. Uh, what do, what do I want to do? All right, we'll just say you know Mississippi State at Arizona. This Mike. one, I, I thought Patty C would play this based on our argument today. I mean, not not me and him arguing, but on, online about how the SEC. Yeah. Believe it or not, since the year two thousand, and I don't mean to steal. I want you to talk about the game, but oh, I'm saying uh, is five and seventeen at the Pac-12 when they play wow. at the Pac-12. Five and seventeen. Pepper that in there as much as possible. Yes, should probably be six and seventeen. But don't forget, Mississippi State lost at Memphis last year in a wild game. Oh no, we're talking uh, Pac-12. No, 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 no. At the Pac-12, Arizona's in the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that Mississippi State could lose again on the road against a decent opponent. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Like they lost last year at Memphis. Yeah. Um, okay. I got you. I got but you. it is Mike Leach year three and will Rogers, you know, year three also. So I, I want to see how they look in a, you know, a true road game against another power five opponent. Albeit Arizona is not the best one. Yeah. I mean, this is the ones though. And if they lose, they'll say, Oh, it wasn't one of the, uh, the, 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 it wasn't Alabama. It wasn't Georgia in yeah. a championship year playing <laughs> against, uh, well, dude, they have no excuse to lose this game. Wazoo. I mean, yeah. Mississippi state should win and it should win handily. Yeah. Agreed. But um, they might not. Yeah. We'll see. Chuck Cecil's on the staff of Arizona. So hopefully uh, we see a great game. Desert swarm reborn. There we go. But see, what do you might think of this match here? Um, I mean, not much. <laughs> I, I like uh, Coach Leach, and so I find it interesting. And we'll see if Arizona has figured anything out in the off season. I think didn't didn't Arizona show a little signs of life at the end of last year? I think yeah, I think maybe was it Oregon they played close? Maybe I'm drawing a blank. I but think I they played like they somebody close. Maybe it was USC. They're really bad. Yeah. But Jed Fish and Jed Fish in the recruiting portal. I feel like has the been best recruiting class he's ever had at Arizona. Yeah, or they've ever had at Arizona, and the transfer portal he won. So maybe that's his go-to, and he didn't have the opportunity year one to really. Jaden Delora, Jacob Cowing, could be a better game than we realize. Hey, maybe a little foresight on the part of NC Nick there. All right, well, look, I want to tell you, Patty C, you're on the clock. Uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. Ah, that's why I use IP Vanish VPN. God's Eye uses it as well to make it easy to stay truly private. And secure on the internet, IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, emails, uh, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Perfect example: John Gruden should have had IP Vanish. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he'd still be coaching the Raiders. Yeah, he'd still be coaching the Raiders. All right, Dan Snyder. Hello. Should have had IP fan. <laughs> Get rid of his ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Um, I, I'm telling you, so you got to check this thing out. So uh, go, go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim 70% savings off. That's IP V a N I S H.com slash S G P. We're also brought to you by stable duel. Yes. Uh, there are never enough things to gamble on in one sport that runs 365 days a year. Patty C is horse racing. The best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport, check out stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes, pick your horses, build your stable and play against others. 
to move up the leaderboard, win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Holy shit. Right. Download, uh, download, download it now at stableduel.com uh, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. I'll see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. All right, guys. Uh, how do you see? Mm. Uh, look, this came down to a couple games here, but I think the game that's going to win out is one that's going to catch me a little bit of flack here. Uh, it is Marshall at Notre Dame. Uh, the reason I'm picking this is because Brent, Sunbelt Brent Huff had a decent year. Uh, Char- yeah, that's Charles a, Huff or Charles Huff, right, Brent Huff. That's my Brent buddy. Hole. Uh, Brent, <laughs> <laughs> who's Brent Hole? St. Louis, Louis Blues. Blues? Uh, oh, Brett Hole. Yeah. Um, oh, did I say Brent? <laughs> we're all idiots here. Okay. Uh, Marshall seven and six uh, last year. Um, their losses though very close. Four point loss against ECU. One point loss. Who they lose to? Uh, ECU That's app right. state. So both of you guys get to flex there. Uh, oh. six point loss at middle Tennessee on a back-to-back road, seven point loss against UAB. So a bunch of close losses there. And then their wins, they throttled a lot of teams scoring 40 points. And I want to say five of their seven wins. Um, so when they're on, they're on. And, you know, obviously coming off what a 10 and three season the year before um, under what doc, doc holiday, holiday who's yeah. still, how's he still not a head coach? Um, what was that? No, that was 2019. So I guess the, or no, what's that? No, no, it was 2020. They went eight and five then seven and three. So what am I talking about? Mm. I thought they were better. Um, but either way, they are the type of uh, threat to uh, nip Notre Dame. And I had this in my top 30. That's right. And Notre Dame getting p- possibly a gut punch from Ohio state the week before. Yeah. We saw Notre Dame with Toledo last year. Toledo was winning with like a minute and a half left. Nick, what do you think of Marshall? Your Sun Belt Ball Fun State Belt a few years ago yeah. gave him a run for that. Yeah. That's right. I am glad Marshall's in the Fun Belt. I think that's a great addition. I don't know if they're just quite ready to hang with Notre Dame in South Bend. Again, it was my top thirty because we are getting to the bottom of the list where you know it's kind of slim pickings. Uh, Marshall started off last year beating your your precious service academies. They beat Navy forty nine to seven. So uh, maybe they had they can have some success against the fighting Irish. Probably not, but it's a decent game. It is a decent game. I think, I think it might be closer than what you think. I think it might be closer than what you think, buddy. All right. Well, Um, we're going to see, this is the first game where we really see if Marcus Freeman, I mean, we expect them to lose. It's not really fair to judge him off the first game against Ohio state on the road. But if he loses this one, boy, that, that seat's going to get hot real quick. I agree. I agree. I am taking you to Morgantown, West Virginia. I figured you would. You guys need to start listening to me. Yeah, I mean, you listened to me last year and you took the over on Kansas. All right. This is the game that gets Neil Brown fired. He loses the backyard brawl week one. And then he comes back to Morgantown and JT Daniels gets upset by Lance Leopold in the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> Kansas at West Virginia, Petty C. Are you buying into Leopold? Yes, I am. I mean, he, oh, you realize how close if Caleb Williams doesn't pitch a ball, he would have went in year one and beaten Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. He had a great season. There's no doubt. No, I, I'm buying in. I'm buying in. I think it's a long rebuild, but I think he's, he's doing it. Is there a less of a fit than JT Daniels at West Virginia? <laughs> 
the guy looks like a California. Do you ever see the picture where he's got like the sweater yeah, turtleneck I and love like the that chain one. on it? He's got the, the he's got some cut. girl and the girl posted on social media. I'm with the starting quarterback. Yeah. And then the irony of that he only started for like two games. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, just not a Morgantown guy. This is a great game. This is a great game. Big Twelve hater over there is going to hate on it. I think, right, Nick? No, not at all. I had this game right here too. I mean, look, this was a game last year in Lawrence where West Virginia only won 34, 28. So there's another game that Lance Leopold could have potentially won. And I'm wondering if the West Virginia home field advantage is a little bit overrated at this point. Ooh. I mean, last year we saw uh, they fired. lost at home against Oklahoma state. I mean, Oklahoma state, good program. Sure. They also lost to Texas tech at home. And then, you know, go back a couple other years and they also lost at home to Texas tech. Again, Texas tech is two no in the last two games in Morgantown. Ooh, ooh. Come on. Woke Virginia. Ooh. Come on. Mount Morgantown, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good I know Texas Tech is from West Texas, but they're not from West Virginia. How are you going to let those boys come in there and beat you guys <laughs> twice on your own home home field? Come that on, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Neil Brown not capitalizing. Last with time I went to West Virginia University, I had a hailstorm of beer bottles thrown at me. Okay, what? Yeah, I got pepper sprayed one time I went there. Gone are those yeah. days, apparently. Yeah, what's going on? Light your couches on fire. Let's get this thing back. Uh, all right, uh, and, uh, with NC Nick. <laughs> I got a great game for you. I got a fun one here. How about a little UAB at Liberty? We got two teams that went what UAB was nine and four last year. Liberty was eight and five disappointing year, but uh, Liberty won 36 to 12 at UAB in the grand opening of their brand new stadium. I like it. This is definitely more entertaining than Virginia, Illinois. (laughs) Expect the blazers to have this game circled. Malik Willis is a goner. And who do they have? You Charlie Brewer. Charlie fucking Brewer. <laughs> it's been in college for 35 years. <laughs> who who quit on Utah when he got benched last year? <laughs> what a pussy. <laughs> Coming from Baylor before then. Uh I think UAB has circled this game. And look, Liberty's still a very good program, obviously. Best school in Virginia. What are you talking about? Oh shit, the past, there you go. Over the past couple <laughs> of years, they were in the best school in Virginia. There you go. Yeah, they won that, much, but they won at Virginia Tech. Right. And Virginia probably too scared to play them, right? Yeah, most likely. So, could <laughs> be a fun game. You would be Liberty. I do like this one. I'm okay with this play. I'm Hugh okay. Freeze. Can he replace uh fucking um uh, Malik, Malik Willis. Willis? I know, but he but Hugh Freeze won with Buckshot Calvert. You got to remember. <laughs> <laughs> they, they won with Buckshot Calvert. Yeah. They won with Malik Willis. They're gonna win with Charlie Brewer. That sounds about Buckshot Calvert. Sounds like a shooting guard from like a, a white shooting guard from like 1930s. Uh, it sounds like a, it sounds like a guy in a saloon. Buckshot <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. Calvert yeah. sounds like he belongs in Lynchburg, yeah. Virginia. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, UAB Liberty. I like this one. You got UAB. I know Tyler Johnson's moved along. It's uh, what Bryce Lucero, the the kids started throwing the ball all over the field. Um, and then, yeah, it's a good game. It is a good game. And, and I like that rivalry angle uh, for the future. Cause you know, well, actually UAB is going to the AAC, but Liberty's going to the CUSA. Mm. Mm. Patty C mm. your thoughts on this one. You like it or no? Sure. I, I I'm curious to see, obviously 
UAB was not as much on my radar last year. I've still am not super like well versed on this team, so I need to study up on them more. I've been paying a little closer attention to Liberty. It seems like UAB may be the better team coming into the year. Is that is that the consensus here? You better I watch out. So. Welcome, welcome to UAB. Mike, come over there and slap your ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure he wants to, but like <laughs> when, when you when your program just dies. Right, it's hard to keep up with you, and then you have oh, to revive man. it. From shots fired, from Ooh, but they're, oh, they've, they've they're been the reborn. reason why the U- USFL is playing right now. <laughs> Wait, why is that? They're at UAB's football stadium. Oh, are they? Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. it was at UAB. Well, God bless UAB then. <laughs> One of my favorite teams in college football this year. Uh, look, all right. Next up, it is on Patty C. Look, screw you guys. Now I will take you. I will take you to the FCS ranks and we're going to see a matchup that features two marquee, two hall of famers. Hall, yeah. Two hall of famers. We got Eddie George, a Heisman winner. We got Deion Sanders, a Thorpe award winner. Look, these are college football legends coaching, right? And they're at the same time reviving HBCU football, which in case you didn't remember has the greatest running back of all times and the greatest wide receiver and the greatest cornerback of all times. Who's that? Daryl green, Daryl green. Damn. I wouldn't put him at the greatest, but he's certainly not, not Rod Woodson of Purdue yeah. top 10. Although he's coaching yeah. XFL, a lot of stuff going on, fun stuff going on. But uh, part of this, that probably the, the leader of this movement is Deion Sanders and uh, toeless or not, he's going to be coaching this game. And I think, look, I just want to see these super talented guys play. Apparently this rivalry is going the way of the Dodo. At- I like them meeting in Memphis. I mean, I don't normally like a neutral site game, but I can see this working out meet in the middle. There you go. T- two uh, two states touching each other. Could uh, somewhat of a, a recruiting rivalry here. Something fun for the sport. All right, uh, Nick. What do you think of Jackson State, Tennessee State? It's fun for the FCS level. Are we going to find this on like ESPN Plus or something? You would think so. I mean, Jackson State getting so much hype. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a uh, they fucking TV deal off this thing. They need to start playing weekday games. Dion, yeah. Dion, you've done half the battle well, right now. That's the other thing. I mean, we haven't mentioned this week is very very short on weekday games, just two on Friday because they're scared of NFL opening Thursday night, which is a so, mistake because a, a lot of people would still watch. And that's why there is a Thursday FCS game. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Shit, put that on the list. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Road rash face. I believe Bobby Petrino plays UT Martin on that Thursday. So uh, that game, maybe we put that in the top 30, but uh, yeah, I like Jackson state, Tennessee state. I think it's a good matchup. All right. All right. Before we get out of here, we got just a few more picks and then the what the fuck games. But um, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, apparently. And Prop Swap is where betters find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash, Patty C. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swap, uh, prop swappers, I should say, make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all year long. Uh, this allows you to win over and over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to propswap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Um, yeah. Okay, we're back. It is on uh, myself here. And we are gonna go. We are gonna go. Look, NC Nick's gonna hate me again. All right, 
Memphis at Navy. <laughs> this should be Thursday night. They should move this to Thursday night. They should. Um, this is a this is a rivalry. I believe the all-time series is. Uh, I think Memphis is up one on Navy or Navy's up one on on Memphis. I can't recall, but I know it's 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 almost dead even. Um, and one of the old rivalry finder. I'll dig it up for you. Yeah, look it up, buddy. Because look, I know last year was actually one of the the, the games that got out of hand. Memphis won thirty five seventeen. But this Navy team, I think, is going to be the best in a couple years. And you go back and look at the years prior. They they play Memphis tough. They, All time series four to three Memphis. Yeah, four to three Memphis. So look, go back the year prior. Memphis won ten to seven in an in Annapolis. Right? Great game. Great game. Uh, that's my type of game. Almost the perfect <laughs> score. Right? They you, you go back the year before, and this one killed me because uh Navy blew a twenty one uh zero lead, lost thirty five uh twenty three, right? Brutal. Then you go back the year prior to that and uh Navy uh, beat Memphis 22, 21. I mean, these games are always close for uh, with the exception of last year. They're always close the year before that three point game. Yeah. Year before that three point game. Um, yeah. You gotta love this one. Put this on Thursday night. I don't care. I'd look, I would much rather watch this than any NFL game. You could write up, please put this on Thursday. These night. two teams have been playing football forever, but their first matchup was 2015. They have now played seven years in a row. That's the flip side of this uh, conference realignment. Obviously, you're destroying very great rivalries, but maybe starting some new ones in the process. I'm not advocating for it by any means, but silver lining here. You like Memphis Navy? I don't care about it yet, but I, the more no, I'm saying, this game that I picked, yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like both teams, and so you know, I like whoever wins. It's well, you kind got of a silver win-win. silver child's in a big. It's got a big game. <laughs> I mean, true. he's coaching for his career. That's true, <laughs> Nick. What do you think of uh, of uh, uh, you know they've had some some interesting games in the last five years or so, but you're you're missing out on some others. Which, if you play the music, I'll just roll on right into the next one. These two teams have played for a Power Five conference championship game within the last, <laughs> I don't know, seven I or know eight years. I know what he's doing, knows okay? right now. And you're going to tell me some Memphis and Navy bullshit. I'm talking <laughs> Duke at Northwestern. <laughs> Cutcliffe had Fitzgerald's number. We know that Duke has a. <laughs> oh, we, we lost you there. Hey, Nick, you still there? Here. He's got Duke at Northwestern, which, you know, I think, I think he brings up a good point. I think this game, I'm going to go ahead and say this is better than Virginia, Illinois because <laughs> Northwestern Patty Fitzgerald every other year is like right. 10 win team. And like if we're, if we're taking history into account here, we're projecting Northwestern as the uh, big 10 West champion this year. Can you uh, hear now we can. Now, now, we, got now you. you're, we, 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 we lost you for a second. Do you hear oh, us man. now? I, I made so many great points. Go oh, back to it. Sure. Go back to it. Where did you last hear off? Right at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Well, anywho, I was saying that these two programs have played for power conference championships within the last, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years or so. And we know Cutcliffe had Fitzgerald's number. Duke and Northwestern seem to play every year. Let's see how the new guy in the block, Mike Elko, does. This is a fun game. Two defensive coaches going at it. This is better than Virginia, Illinois. 
I do. I do want to see how uh, Duke's identity changes with the defensive. You coach. know why this is better? It's because it's like it's the two academic programs. This is There's, more intriguing to me than right. Virginia, Illinois. At least some pride yeah. of some variety on the line here. I get it. Um. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, Duke Mike Elko. I think he's. A, I think it was a great hire by by them. So uh, I'm okay with this. I'm on board. It's kind All of right. a fun little rivalry. They play like it's like a, this is almost every year thing now. Yeah, right? yeah. I feel like it, yeah. Kind of a random. Uh, <laughs> it fits though. What do they call two those? snobby fan bases that yeah. you'd never like to hang out rivalry. with? Yeah, it's right. two small private schools with very good academics, and they, they they struggle to field you know competitive football teams because of their limitations. Yeah, struggle to feel entertaining people too. Right. <laughs> throw, uh, throw Vandy in that, and you, you got a, a conference. You got the the Ivy League. If you had to, let me ask you this: If you had to hang out at a bar eight hours, right, with a fan base, would it rather would you rather hang out with Duke fans? I know Nick's answer, but Patty C. Duke fans or Northwestern fans? I'm gonna say Duke fans. You know why? Because mm. Stuart Mandel went to Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> I might say Northwestern fans. <laughs> at, at least Fitzgerald like, went there, right? Well, they're Midwesterners over Northeasterners. And, you know, I think I'd give the cap to Midwesterners as far as nicer people to hang out with and drink beer. <laughs> I don't know if it would count Duke people as Northeasterners. I would. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you would know better than I would. You would know better than I would. Alumni. Yeah. Alumni. Yeah, probably. All right. Patty C. What pick are we on? After this, you have one more pick. All right, so we are down to the freaking nubbins here. Um, I, I'm looking. I'm I'm scratching my head looking for for compelling uh, potential storylines because I don't think many of the games are going to be that entertaining. I got one. We're going to go with Syracuse at UConn. Laugh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Laugh it up. <laughs> Laugh it up. Look. <laughs> Northeastern football is about to come back, right? And not that it was ever there in the first place, but it's got someone's got to win out of the Northeast. UC Davis, South Dakota State. That's a good game. Sure, that is a good game. I already did my FCS pick. I'm not going to be all FCS here. Syracuse at UConn. Syracuse at UConn. Look, let's stop acting like UConn doesn't have more people in state than the state of Oklahoma. And it does. We looked it up. If I'm not mistaken, I, I'd, I'd have to double check on that. Certainly then the likes of Nebraska, right? I want to say, I'll double check that after we get done here, but UConn is a super popular state right next to New York city. And since New York city doesn't have a team, I think that's why uh, UConn basketball has been as successful as it has been because they can tap into New York city and, and basically get first choice. So if they're able to start doing that with football and with a recruiter, maybe they will. Then you ha- might have like an actual regional rivalry between. I don't Syracuse. think New York City people play football. There's no yeah. fields. It doesn't matter. There are just breathing human beings that can. Long Island have natural genetics. Yeah, Long Island does play football. Yeah, um, but you're right. It's not a football place necessarily. But still, with 19 million people in one city, you should be able to crank out some talent. Yeah, stop being cowards. You know. Yeah. Um, Syracuse at UConn, Nick. What are you? What are your thoughts? That, that's a shitty game, man. That is one of the shittiest games. Nobody should ever spend three hours of their life watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought hey, there was way better games out listen, there. Listen, you want to talk about it? Uh, this the Syracuse beat the team beat Clemson a few years back, right? And UConn <laughs> played in a BCS bowl. So if you're going to say UConn beat <laughs> Notre Dame, they want to know against Notre Dame, right? Um, it's terrible. Okay. I just feel like this. I like I look out there, I see Weber State, Utah State. 
I think that's a great battle of uh of Utah there. I see even Middle Tennessee, Colorado State. Well, I feel like it's your picks. Why don't you just take one? Oh, what, oh. what pick are we at anyway? The last round right here. I only have one pick left, and I got so many games I like on the slate. There's one like that that I feel like I should play. Man, uh, I, I see my boys out there, just and I, I want to bring them home. But just I take it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call for an upset special. It was not. It was what two years ago that Brent Brennan and San Jose State went into SEC country and beat Arkansas at Arkansas. Ooh, I forgot about he that. He goes Ooh. at Auburn this year. Nick Nash and Chevin Cordero. Chevin uh, Sh- 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 Cordero. They have two quarterbacks that are capable of pulling off the upset in Jordan Hare. <sighs> Give me San Jose State at Auburn. Wow. And Harson gets canned immediately after the game if that happens. You don't think I actually think this could be a game, right? I mean, with the trajectory, I mean, last year they went five and seven. Not a great season for San Jose State. But what were they the year before? They won the Mountain West. Let me pull their record. Yeah. Oh, they that were COVID year, they were really good. They were like one or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, they brought in the top receiver from Nevada. He transferred, I forget his name. Romeo uh, Dopes? No, I think he went to Colorado State. It was their other one. Oh, Stovall? Yeah. I think Stovall. No. Actually, Stovall went to Colorado State. I think Dobes went to San Jose Pro? State. Yeah. No, he went to San oh. Jose State. One of them went to oh. San Jose State. Interesting. And they add Chevron Cordero. Look, they can win this game. They can win this game. If Georgia State can give uh, yeah. Auburn a scare on the plains, then San Jose. It's a State low key can. good game. What do you think of the game, Nick? Yeah, it, honestly, it wasn't on my radar just because I was expecting big things of San Jose State last year, and they really failed me. Uh, so I was kind of, I'm kind of, I was kind of writing them off. But you bring up some decent points, and it could be interesting. I agree, it could be interesting. Now. Maybe last year just things just didn't click, and maybe they can find their form from 2020, uh, and then it, it could potentially be a game. So if, at if this you, point, not if, bad. If you look at last year, they lost a double overtime game to San Diego State. They lost at Nevada by three. I mean, those are those are two of the better teams in the Mountain West. This team's not that bad. They well, lost to Western Michigan by 20. That was on the road at, at in Kalamazoo, Colorado State by like eighteen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain the Western Michigan game. They played at Hawaii and then six days later played in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Fuck you. That a is a hard road trip. That is a hard back-to-back road. <laughs> and then they lost the last three. I don't know. I mean, look, it would be a, a surprising upset. One other little nugget here. Potential look ahead spot for Auburn with Penn State on deck. Oh, sign me up. Week. Sign me up for an upset special. You know, there's a Friday night game, guys, that we haven't played yet, but NC Nick, you are on the clock with your last pick. Well, yeah, I mean, similar to you, I wish I could pick like two here. Um, Do it. Don't be a pussy. One should I? No, I, I'm not going to pick one. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options here. I mean, uh, all right, you know, let me stay in state. And not the one you're thinking about, Colby. How about a little Maryland at Charlotte? <laughs> All right. I mean, yes. Chris Reynolds, what? <laughs> exactly. Uh, chances are Maryland wins and they roll, but you never know. I mean, Charlotte is better than people think. And I think this could be a ball game here. Charlotte beat Duke last year. That's right. I mean, Maryland, Charlotte, Patty. See, what Talk do you think? Talk about a black eye for the Big Ten. <laughs> 
They do not. <laughs> Charlotte want could win this game. They could. Yeah. Loxley, are we fucking kidding? Yeah. They could. <laughs> Healy's probably a better coach than Loxley. Yes, and Reynolds is like a fifth-year quarterback now. Tua, uh, his little brother Telia is, is still at Maryland, so two good quarterbacks. Um, Maryland has done better than we thought they would last year. But could they be in store for a, a fall a fallback season? They also lost a. They got. They're like Colorado. They got. They crushed. got killed by the transfer portal. Mm. Some of those five stars are now at Penn State and a few other schools. Maryland will yeah. be thinking about joining Florida. the ACC yeah. after this one. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. Patty C, you're on the clock. Last pick. I'm bringing you home. To we are going to Greenville. North Carolina. There we go. There we go. It deserves yeah. to be on the list. It does. And uh, Ricky Ronnie is potentially getting uh, ODU in the uh, pointed in the right direction. Imagine if they pull the upset somehow against Virginia. New Tech. Sun Belt. I can't wait till ECU sticks it to the Sun Belt. Trying to think they're better than <laughs> think they thinking that they got the best North Carolina team. The best. <laughs> look over history. The best team in North Carolina is sitting in Greenville, North Carolina. Is that true? Yes. Statistically speaking, <laughs> I mean, in our hearts, yes. yes that's I think true. if you pulled up the records year in year out, well, I mean, fact, I don't know because App State was in the FCS. If you want to count those records, true. Uh, the fact that they're in the conversation is a pretty pretty nice look for ECU. Do uh, you think Greenville is going to be lit for this? Well, the Sun Belt's trying to be nice, you know. Like I get it, ECU probably fits in the Sun Belt, but I think they fit in the SEC personally. <laughs> Greenville's right. lit for everything. Yeah, yeah, and and I think. Uh, you know, ECU is going to teach them a thing or two about the the OG. Like the, the Sun Belts earned their rep. They play tough football. They're on the road, but ECU was doing that thirty years ago. All right, and 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 since Pat Dye and Ernest Biner. All right, so uh, they're going to get it done. Take care of business against these Virginia p- p- pansies. Gosh, I'm choking over here. <laughs> you can't say it. You can't have the words come out of your mouth, Virginia pussies, because you know it's not true. <laughs> See the hat here. Look. Uh, when is ECU going to come to the Sun Belt? That's where they no, belong. No, they, they belong in the SEC. I mean, South Carolina went East Carolina. They don't have a North Carolina school. Well, the Sun Belt is the, the Sun Belt is the premier conference in college football. So I think ECU deserves a spot at that table. Maybe one day they'll earn it, just like JMU did. Yeah, I don't know, but all right, let's get to the what the fuck games and let's get out of here. I know it's it's late over there on the East for NC Nick. Uh, it's my pick. Pick one. Uh, as the what the fuck game. Oh man, I think you really just got to sit there and say. Uh, I mean, there's actually a lot to choose from. This is uh, surprisingly, you have a a big selection of games. Um, I mean, I want to. Part of me wants to take Michigan State because they canceled Boise State to play Akron. Yes. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should. They were supposed to play Boise State this year. They copped out. And they canceled. They didn't want the smoke. And guess where they were supposed to play at? They were supposed to play on the Smurf turf. Oh man. So no wonder. And guess what? Boise played had, in Lansing. Had already come. Yeah, had already come to Lansing. They pulled the pussy yeah. uh Oops, you came here. I guess we can't we Yeah, can't I guess go there. we can't go there. Uh Michigan State barely. Barely. It was like a two point game. Um during D'Antonio's era, but uh, they're they're cowards. I almost actually fuck it. That's my number one. You know what? Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Uh, even though there's some FCS games out there, that is bullshit. Let's just call it. Yeah. That is absolute bullshit. Boise State came to Lansing. 
You had it on the schedule for like seven fucking years. And just right before this season, you cancel this thing. Let me see. Yeah, but still let's call it, let's call a spade a spade here. That's bullshit. Well, a little bit, a little bit in uh, Michigan state's favor is next the following week. They have a road trip to Seattle. So that would have been Boise and Seattle on back-to-back weeks in the non-conference slate. Well, I don't think they had the week planned out yet. Or maybe oh, it dude. was. Maybe it was cuz the Big 10 has theirs. Yeah. So okay, they would have to go back to back away. Well, that happens sometimes. Who North Carolina's doing it? Yeah. That's true. I mean, it is a bitch move. My point is Boise already came there played the game. Yeah. You had an agreement, you didn't honor your word. You're cowards. You're cowards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, NC Nick, you have the what the fuck game of the week. Uh... <laughs> Wait, you picked that over Samford at Georgia? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're an air raid. <laughs> yeah, they're an air raid. <laughs> I have no. F- let me let me quickly Google this wag wag. <laughs> well, they have the Long Island Sharks. Wagner's in New York, New York, buddy. All right, Staten Island. All right, them and them and Wu Tang <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, perhaps they're yeah. Perhaps their coach is an old dirty bastard. <laughs> I see what I did there. I see what you did. <laughs> he was an old dirty bastard. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but Rutgers is saying we need wins. We need to build this thing. I get it. I get it though. They deserve it. Patty C. You are on the clock with the what the fuck game of the week, the game that should never happen, the game that makes college football terrible. I got FCS Alabama State, who took a road trip to Auburn last year, <laughs> which I guess was in state, uh, and lost sixty-two to nothing. Five and six in the this, FCS. You're taking race. this over Samford at Georgia. I feel like Samford is isn't Samford like in it, it South Carolina in, or, I think or it's Georgia? In Georgia? It's in yeah. Georgia. It's in Alabama. <laughs> All of us took where the hell is Sanford? I don't know. Uh, That's regional enough that whatever you, you have to play that regional FCS games. I don't hate it. You know, especially early in the season, at least it's not the SCS SEC doing it's, you know, November FCS bullshit, but this game, the cross country trip. I mean, it's just like, why do you you know why this happened? This happened recently after, Oh, you know what it is? This is the HBCU thing where they, they, Notre Dame and UCLA. Yes. They just recently, cause someone, I want to say it was Michigan was supposed to play at UCLA and they canceled that series yeah. and UCLA had an open spot. And then we had the George Floyd shit happen. And then they, they scheduled Alabama state to give them a paycheck. And, and I think to just get, have them come, you know, I think they've signed like a five-year thing with them or, or uh, them or the, the okay. that conference. That's actually pretty respectable. It's cool. I mean, it's cool what they're doing, but, but it is a horrible fucking football game. But I'll say this <laughs> Alabama state did recruit. They had their highest re- recruiting class ever. They bring in Levante Chenault. It's a great pull. He probably torched uh, yeah, UCLA yeah, last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nick, what do you think, of Alabama State, UCLA? <laughs> it's a terrible game. I, I mean, mean, they lost to Mississippi Valley State last year. I didn't know that that was possible, but <laughs> apparently, 
Oh no, I'll take Bama State. I'll lay fourteen against Wagner. I'll lay fourteen against Wagner. <laughs> All right, folks. This concludes our episode of the College Football Experience. Make sure you subscribe. Also remember subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Why? Because I just hit for a thousand dollars and won first place in the DFS. And we have a DFS episode that we gave away most of that lineup. All right. Mm, Boom. Mm, mm. All right. Subscribe to that. Uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Jay Wright just stepped down. We just did an episode over there. We talk college basketball year round. Boom. Sub- su- uh, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. Get that SGPN app in the app store, or Google play store. And uh, yes, you're over there talking college baseball now. College baseball just dropped a brand new episode. We had a great guy. We had the play by play guy on from, uh, from university of Tennessee. Go check that out. He also calls games for Tennessee football and Tennessee basketball. Go check out that episode. It's fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, get that SGPN app. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter. Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K uh, the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And remember we're on YouTube now and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's enjoy week three coming next week. We got the, the USFL pods coming tomorrow. Me, Patty C and NC Nick breaking down the United States Football League. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, week two style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Do you come from a land down under? A women go and